Hello, Naked Peeps, and you're listening to another episode of The Naked Nerd. How are you all doing, everyone? I am so sorry for the delay in episodes. Um, Last week, my microphone decided to play a game of Let's Not Record. And it turned out, I thought it was a microphone that was broken, but no, it just turns out that the USB that I had was uh, not working at all. Um, So... That took a while to actually find because, for some reason, uh, this particular USB that I'm using for the microphone uh, either is not uh, easy to find, or if it is, I wasn't really looking properly enough. Which goes to show, always do a proper look, ladies and gentlemen. But, um, as part of the delay, I've actually been planning a few things to go with the show. So, uh, just to give a bit of an update... I'm going to be doing a few interviews over the next couple of weeks, Uh, one via, uh, actually two via Skype, and three directly with uh, this particular person. Um, I'm not going to say too much about these particular interviews, just to say that uh, they will be more direct, I will say, because uh, what I will say is that uh, from the live show that I actually helped Sorry, from the live show that I recorded at the ACT Nudist Club, um, many people responded. People were saying that that they loved actually listening to the episode, getting a chance to actually listen to uh, real, genuine people. Uh, And by that, not just, you know, listening to myself. Although, uh, I did take a little bit of offense because I do like recording, but obviously for the purposes of this show, uh, there needs to be more done directly for the nudist community and that I can't really take offense to but um, with that that particular episode has become one of the highest downloaded episodes um, in my catalog at the moment so well done Um, speaking of which I'd like to give a big shout out to uh, all those at the AZT Nerds Club because I am coming down once again for Australia Day so for those of you who don't know what Australia Day is, it's the day that we sell well, we commemorate uh, the Europeans uh, back in 1788 on of sorry, 1788, uh, January 26, 1788 when they first came to Australia. Now this has had its share of political issues, but I'm not going to go into that. But just to uh, give everyone just a clear idea uh that's when the europeans uh, settled into australia and they've well settled into uh, what would be known as australia from here uh, there on in um but yeah so we're going i'm going to be heading down there next week um for the long weekend and celebrating with some very cool and fascinating people um so that's uh, that's what's uh, happening for me. Um, so I hope to see many people at the ACT News Club um, celebrating the day away. Um, I'm also going to be... Uh, well, slight change in terms of the format. So I'm going to be doing more interviews, as I said. But I'm also going to be doing uh, little segments uh, here and there. Uh, and to actually introduce this segment... I'm actually going to talk about one of them, which I'm actually going to be doing today. 
and this is going to be called uh, Nerd News. So basically, I'm going to be highlighting some uh, nerd news for the week or for the month, and I basically share some of the things that are happening at the moment. So, today on Nerd News, so a couple of things have happened over the last couple of weeks. So, uh, via the Pokemon Direct uh, via Nintendo, so it was announced that Pokemon Sword and Shield, for those of you who are playing along, Pokemon Sword and Shield are coming out with expansions. Uh, these expansions are known as Isle of the of Armor, as well as Crown Tundra. Now, it's had its mixed uh, share of reviews so far in terms of what's to be expected. Some people are happy that the uh, that the Sword and Shield games are actually uh, not just going to be standalone games. That there's actually going to be more to it than than they. Um, than the actual release. Others are not so happy because there is that aspect of having to pay for DLC, but unfortunately I feel that's been inevitable. But with the expansions, they're going to uh, lead to uh, the return of some very familiar Pokemon, as well as the expansion of the Gigantamax uh, list of Pokemon, um, as well as other forms sorry, let me rephrase, other Galarian forms of returning Pokemon. Now, for those of you playing along, um, there's also going to be um, some additional storylines. Um, now, if you have either Sword or Shield available and receive the uh, recent update, you are able to catch a Galarian Slowpoke. Now, how's this very... From the original Slowpoke, there's a slight change in colour, but not uh, in the way that you think. But unfortunately, you can't really use Galarian's uh, Slowpoke, or actually, let me phrase. You can use it, but you can't really evolve it just yet, because um, until the actual expansions uh, become available, um, you won't able be able to do much. Now... With that in mind, uh, please continue on playing with Sword and Shield. And if you feel like uh, you want to uh, share your list of Pokemon, please feel free to tweet at uh, the Naked Nerd One. Um, so, continue on with Nerd News. Uh, it was also recently announced that uh, the director for Doctor Strange Two uh, has called it quits. Uh, so that's actually forced. Uh, a few things to happen. It's put the uh, sequel to uh, Marvel's Doctor Strange into hiatus for a bit until they find a new director. Speculations about it uh, point to the actual storyline was a little bit far-fetched, or as well as issues with the director uh, himself. Now, um, when it comes to things like this, uh, I try not to put too much opinion on it because we basically don't know what the situation was at the time. So it could be a combination of various things, particularly when it comes to uh, adapting uh, movies from comic books. Uh, there needs to be a, general con a genuine and, uh, I would say, a general consensus of what needs to be done. So as long as I do write by Doctor Strange at the very end, it shouldn't really matter who directs it or who actually uh, writes the movie. 
just as long as it's not Michael Bay. Now, I have to say, as long as it's not Michael Bay as a director or writer, I will be thrilled. Just saying. Now, uh, speaking of Marvel news, so there was uh, supposed to be a Hawkeye TV series for Disney+. Plus. Unfortunately, that's also been put on hold for quite some time. And, uh, of, and from what has been said on the news, um, and I, when I mean news, I mean uh, nerd news outlets, um, that the actual uh, filming of it, or the actual production of it, will be placed on hold uh, indefinitely until... Uh, such time as there is need for it. Now, this particular news really uh, disappointed me because I really wanted to see a Hawkeye movie or at least a Hawkeye TV series. But uh, let's not be too disappointed because uh, the uh, latest TV series from Marvel to come out soon... Actually, even before I get into that, uh, Disney Plus are coming out with a number of new TV shows. Uh, and by TV shows, I mean Disney Plus originals. So, uh, at the moment, there is Diary of a Future President, uh, which I would uh, be more than happy to review once I get uh, through with it, because it's a story about um, a Latina or Latinx uh, future president um who discovers their diary when they were 12 years old. Now, uh, I would like to see how that goes. But also, in the works this year, is the uh, Lizzie McGuire uh, reboot series, with uh, Hilary Duff herself returning as Lizzie McGuire. And I can't wait to see that happen. Now, uh, on to the Marvel TV series. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is coming out soon, uh, this I've been waiting for for quite some time, particularly after the end of Endgame. Um, knowing that what was going to happen, and knowing that this particular series was going to be happening, I'm really excited for it to actually happen, and just uh, hoping that the exact, uh, this actual series will be a, 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 well, a plus, so to say, a Disney Plus. Um, yes, I know. Uh, but anyway, um, in other nerd news, particularly for Star Wars fans, there have been talks of a Star Wars movie involving the Old Republic. Uh, more specifically, the Knights of the Old Republic, uh, based around the time of the uh, long-running game series Knights of the Old Republic. Um, this I am really excited for to actually happen. Um, no news as yet of who will be directing it or who will be starring in it. All is known is that it will be happening. Um, so I hope that it does happen. Uh, perfect, uh, perfectly, uh, and reasonably because I love the actual series itself. I haven't actually played the Knights of the Republic games in such a long time. Um, they don't really hold up in terms of the graphics that are used today, but the storyline in themselves, um, in themselves actually really hold up. Now, in other news, so, for those of you who have been 
are playing along on Doctor Who. Doctor Who has returned for its 12th season. Uh, so it started on New Year's Day with Spyfall. And the series uh, has really taken off over the last three weeks. So we've had Spyfall Part 1 and 2. And then we've had Orphan 55. Now, I personally like what's been happening over the last few episodes. Um, I'm not going to uh, give away too many spoilers because, uh, one, there's people who like to binge this particular series. But so far, I'm actually going to spoil a little bit of Spy Falls Part 1 and 2 because um, I feel that... It's been available for the last couple of weeks, so I'm just going to spoil it anyway. So, spoiler alert, everyone. So, Spyfall Parts 1 and 2 uh, start off by introducing the world to a new master. Now, uh, for those of you who do not know who the master is, the master is basically the equivalent of, I would say, the Doctor's equal, almost like the Moriarty to Sherlock Holmes. Now, this time, the master sneakily uh, was introduced as a friend of the Doctor through MI6. So um, that's where the spy comes in. So um, through MI6 as Agent O. And uh, to be honest, I wasn't expecting um, this particular master to return anytime soon because for those of you who watch season 10 both the master and missy basically killed each other and for the most part i wasn't actually expecting the master to return uh, so soon i was thinking that the master would at least have a good two or three seasons um well yeah at least two or three seasons to actually return um and personally i like that he's returned in a very sneaky way uh that's not to say that he hasn't returned before in very sneaky and and very uh i would say very snide and very calculated ways but this particular series he's returned in a way that um, many of us weren't expecting. Obviously, the Cybermen were returning because the trailers for the actual series showed that uh, the Cybermen were returning, but nothing to do with the Master actually showed what was going on. Now, this Master has been played by Sasha Dewan. I'm hoping I have his name as spelt and said correctly. Um, Sasha Dewan, who I actually do admire because he's also been part of the Who-universe, the Doctor Who universe, in a very, very uh, slight way. So, um, he played uh, one of the directors of um, the Doctor Who uh, TV movie called Adventure in Space and Time. Um he played one of the directors. He was also in one of my favourite movies, uh, The History Boys. Um, and he actually played the master very cheekily and very psychotically. Um, I hope to see what he actually has installed f for this particular version of the master. Um, so, 
that's all for nerd news. And, and now I'd like to talk to you guys about how the summer has folded. Now, for those of you who've been following the news, there's been multiple fires. Now, in the last few days, we have received quite a bit of rain. Um, it hasn't completely destroyed all the fires, but it's actually reduced the amount of fires uh, in New South Wales. Um, there are still, and I'm just checking, the, so last count was, there's still about 86, 85 fires around uh, New South Wales. And it's had quite a few uh, ramifications or consequences in terms of uh, effects on the people and effects on the land and overall long-lasting effects on how we or what we do from here. Now, um, in my opinion, uh, the news hasn't been... I'd say truthful to um, what needs to be done, but um, what I will say is that the amount of responses that have been coming out um, in terms of providing relief to those who have been affected has been astronomical. I would say it's been more helpful than the government at the moment, um, but let's not get into too many opinions, but the amount of people, the amount of charities, the amount of uh, individuals who have uh, wholeheartedly uh, basically put uh, their time aside just to help those who have been uh, helping out with the fires has been really positive. People have been donating uh, money. Other people have been donating uh, food and clothing. Um, there has been the need for people to stop donating things because there's just no way to actually uh, transport these particular goods or there's actually no room for people to actually get these goods. So we've been told uh, donating money is probably the best thing uh, to do at the moment. Now, that being said, people have been donating food uh, to those people who are currently without a home. There's also been people donating food to animals because, unfortunately, half a billion, and that that's a rough estimate, half a billion wildlife, that includes fauna and flora, uh, have been devastated by the bushfires. Animals left displaced because of the fires. Animals killed because of how powerful these fires were. Now, a lot of the animals were saved, but just to put things into perspective, half a billion, that is about a uh, hundred or so times uh, bigger than the population of Australia. Actually, 200 times. 200 times the population of Australia in terms of people. Half a billion animals. Now, what you can do, um, what I've also done also, is try and find uh, charities and to donate to those particular charities. Uh, however, please be on the lookout for particular scam charities because um, in the past couple of weeks, uh, there have been a number of charities that have uh, genuinely... Uh, 
tried to donate money to those affected, but there's also been a number of people who have taken advantage of the situation and started some scam charities. Um, so please be on a lookout. So um, if you want to make sure that you are uh, check, uh, sorry, checking, if you want to make sure that you are donating to the right people, always do your research. So uh, you need to have a look at whether this charity is registered because all charities need to be registered uh, through the uh, uh the main authorities. Uh, I don't know who they are at the moment, but they also need to be registered uh, under the uh, ACCC. So that's the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission who basically outline um, if a charity has been registered or not. So please be on the lookout. Um, in saying that though, um, the rain has brought a lot of relief, particularly to those who have uh, who have been needing rain, and Australia in general, because we need the rain at the moment. Our water supply is is running low. Um, even with uh, the these last few days of rain, it's not enough. Not even by a long shot. We need at least a good week or so of consistent rain. Um, I will say that it's also brought a sigh of fresh air to the area. Um, it's not as smoky as it has been over the last couple of weeks. Uh, today has actually been one of the freshest in terms of fresh air. However, it's actually caused quite a bit of issue, particularly uh, those in Victoria at the moment, where uh, tennis games have had to be put on hold because of the quality of air that's been uh brushed into Melbourne because of the fires that have been happening everywhere else. Um, speaking of which, um, the, the smoke from the fires have actually made, uh, made way through the world. Um, and I did know smoke could do that. Uh, but because of the intensity of the smoke and where it's come from, it's actually doing a lap around the world. And there are fears that it will make its return to Australia. Um, which is not surprising given the amount of fire that actually has been coming through. Um, so we hope that we can at least avoid most of the dangers from that smoke. Uh, for those of you who are asthmatic, please be aware that the quality of air uh, is still slightly mixed. Yesterday, even though it was raining, a lot of the smoke still came through. Um, but at least with the rain, it's actually giving us a bit of a fighting chance. Um, also, in addition to this, uh, please make sure that uh, you follow the latest uh, rules of, of water restrictions as well as uh, new laws regarding throwing cigarette butts. So, particularly for you smokers, if you need to smoke, please, please make sure that uh, you do not throw your cigarette butt uh, into, uh, into grassland because that's how bushfires start, even with a spark. Now, um, with that in mind, let's change the subject and focus on a little bit of actual naked news or naked issues. Um, so, one of the things I would also like to talk about before I actually sign off for today, I love to talk about getting used to the clothed world. Now, as you all know from listening to the podcast a couple, well, it feels like 
a couple of days ago, but it's actually a few weeks ago. I was at the ACT Nudist Club, and I got to spend quite a number of days without my clothes. Now, the thing is, I think I've suffered from, the, the word I'm looking for is clothing anxiety, because it's something that I'm just not comfortable in. Like, I know that you have to wear clothes to basically uh, do your duty in society, but for me, I've always hated clothes. Just the feel of it, just being constrained. Um, the only, I'd say the only exception to that rule is my nerdy shirts. So, when I say nerdy shirts, so I have shirts uh, related to Star Wars, Harry Potter, uh, Doctor Who, uh, a little bit of Marvel, uh, and just some shirts that relate to my love of certain nerdy things. Um, but in general, clothing, I just, I just dislike. And getting back into the clothes world, uh, and having to wear clothes for a long period of time, it just, I would say it just doesn't feel right. And I know that not all nudists, uh, don't wear clothes all the time, but have you ever had that feeling, and I'll ask this for all news, when you've gone naked for like long periods of time, and suddenly you have to basically uh, return to a home or to a place where you're basically, you're covered up all the time, uh, even in winter, uh, do you have that sort of clothing anxiety that uh, really just... Uh, brings this like whole dislike of clothes. Um, if if you do, please send us a line. Um, you can do that through Twitter. You can do that via email. You can even like me on the Facebook page. Um, which reminds me, I've been getting quite a number of different likes on the Facebook page, um, and I hope to get some more. But in terms of how the show has been expanding over the last few weeks. I'm actually really happy with how it's actually unfolded. Um, I've gotten a number of new followers. I've also received quite a, a boost in downloads. Um, and from last count, it is nearly at 700 downloads. So thank you very much to everyone who's been downloading the show, who's been listening to the actual show that, um, itself. Uh, I know sometimes in these episodes I do talk, uh, tend to waffle on, and I hope to actually rectify this through a, a little bit more structure, but I'm actually really glad that people have been listening to this particular podcast. Now, in saying this, I am going to be uh, doing more interviews, um, and um, I'm going to be taking this show a little bit more uh, directly to you guys, the nudists, who, who I feel... I able to offer more um, points of view. Now, if you would like to be interviewed, or if you'd like to just uh, have a quick chat with me, even if it's just for like 10 to 20 minutes, because let's face it, with the show, I would like to uh, do these chats, because it's all about you guys. It's all about... Well, it's all about how we uh, remain part of a naked society in a very clothed world. Now, if you do want to partake in being interviewed, uh, my main form of interview is through Skype, 
Now, for those of you who are unaware of what Skype is, where have you been? Um, but for those of you who are in the realm of Skype and social media, so if you want to get in touch with me via Skype, so you need to search for Naked Nerd. And that's all you have to type in. All you need to do is type that in and my logo should come up on Skype. Now, uh, if you do want to get in touch with me via Skype, or if you want to actually get in touch with me before uh, making the uh, actual Skype call, uh, please feel free to tweet, feel free to email me, feel free to uh, DM me on Skype. Um, but I'll leave it at that, ladies and gentlemen. And just to end things on a positive note, um, I'd just like to say that um, I hope that everyone has had a lovely new year. Um, and that 2020 brings everyone so much love and joy because it is something that I would like in this particular, particular year, particularly, uh, and there goes me waffling on. But in the meantime, please feel free to listen to, uh, past episodes of the podcast. And as always, remember to live nude and be yourself. And this has been Naked Nerd, signing off.